Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode for the 60th anniversary, 60th anniversary of two celebrations. Uh, today, I'm with Debbie, and today, uh, Debbie's going to be sharing a little bit about her time on Doctor Who. Uh, we're going to talk about Doctor Who in general, and uh, maybe some other stuff that Debbie has done as well. So, Debbie, thank you for, for coming on today. Absolutely. Delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank, for, 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 thank you for coming on. It's going to be very interesting to hear about your time on Doctor Who. Uh, it'll be nice to hear about it. <laughs> Thank you. I had the most incredible time. <laughs> yeah. It was a very long time ago now, but it's, it seems very fresh in my memory because it really was one of those jobs that has never been equaled since. Yeah. it's It, it seems like it. Like, I think it was 2008, wasn't it, the, uh, the episode that you were in? I think it was, yeah, 2008, yeah, 2007. It was sort of straddled. In the two years that it was Christmas episode. Yeah. So yeah. They are the best ones, aren't they? The Christmas ones. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I heard, um, nothing to do with me, but I heard that the Voyage of the Dam, the episode I was in, is the most highly watched Christmas special of Doctor Who of all time. So that's very gratifying. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that, but I do really like the episode. It is a very good one. Thank you. What do you like about it? I like um the, 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 I like the fact that, let's say, the Doctor doesn't have an actual companion at that point. Well, it did, but not in the episode. It's quite rare yeah. for that to, to, to happen. And yeah. I, I, I just like the, the the episode as a whole. Um, it's it's very good. Like it's got a lot. I, I like the my favorite Doctor Who episodes, like you know the history ones, where like you've got all the whole history on it. So yeah, I I, I really like that one. Oh, good. I'm very pleased to hear it. Yeah. It certainly tells a good story, doesn't it? Yeah. It is, it's, it's quite funny at parts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's funny. It's tragic. Like like all good stories, it has comedy, it has pathos, it has tragedy. I think it's a, a rollicking good adventure story as well. It's sort of got lots of crash booms for the action fans and tears for people who like a bit of a melodrama and it's got comedy for people who like humorous films. So it's got everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a very good one. Um, Thanks. When you was on it, did you have a favourite, I don't know, a favourite scene that you like, a favourite part of the episode that you're in? That, that, that you um, I think, what, to film or to watch? Film. To film. Um, well, I, I do love all the... I mean, I'm, I've never been in that in action piece before. So all those bits where the director goes, right, OK, this is now where the, the boat, the, the um, alien spaceships have been hit by the bomb or whatever. Um, so can you run around and, and pretend you've been hit? That was all good fun because, you know, you just have to imagine that you're running around the room <laughs> pretending to be hit by an alien space invasion. Um, so that was really good fun. I very much enjoyed the scene where I had to um, cuddle both David Tennant and Kylie Minogue in the same scene. That was a, a winner. Um, so, yes, I mean, those are the two highlights for me. Yeah, because you, you, you had quite a few scenes with the David Tennant in there. In there so it's, I did. Yeah. It's, it's I did. We had a really lovely time. He's such a nice man. Um, we had such a, a great time together filming. Yeah, he's he's very lovely. Um, that's David Ten. I I I met him earlier this year. Um, in May it was, and he was very friendly. Um, because you know when you go Where to these, 
It was in Basingstoke. He, he went to mm. Basingstoke. I don't live near Basingstoke. I, 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 I went there and like it's it's very friendly. Very got lots of energy. Uh, it's, it's very nice. Did you go to Basingstoke especially to meet him, or did you just happen to bump into him? I, I went there to meet him. Um, really, that, that I, I even said to him that you're the reason I came here today. Um, oh. you. Um, and he'd be delighted nice. to hear that. Yeah, yeah, he, he he was very nice. Um, and then I, I I had two posters, one in him as a tenth doctor, one as him as the fourteenth doctor, for him to sign. Oh yeah. Um. So he's yeah. very nice. He's he, he he's he's very nice. Um, man. <laughs> he is. He is indeed. Yeah. Um. So when watching the episode back, do you have a favourite scene that you like when watching the episode? Um, I like the bit where my character Foon sacrifices herself and, and throws herself in the fiery pit in order to save, to go after her husband. And in so doing, she saves the doctor and the earth. So I think she was, she was a bit of a martyr and a bit of a, a what's the word? Well, a saviour, isn't she? She saves everybody. So I, think, I like that scene. Yeah, that, that is... did a lot of, um, uh, like... Uh, what's it called when you're on wires so you're dangling on wires and they do green screen fiery pit below you so you have to throw your arms back and pretend like you're falling uh, but actually you're two feet off the ground but that was good fun <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 always interesting like about that because in the episode you don't see a green screen um it's almost no. like you're just falling in it <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it takes a lot of filming to get that right and a lot of technical, you know, the wires have to be at a certain height and, and all that stuff. So it's it's much more technical than it appears. Yeah. Yeah, it it seems um like I, 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 when you died in the episode yeah. your, your character, um it was quite funny because we weren't we weren't funny that you died, but the the, the scene after it where where the doctor's like, um, no, no more deaths. No one else is dying today. <laughs> it's very dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, I think it. It's because it's the senseless. Like, I mean, all death is senseless, but I think he's got, got quite close to that couple, Food and Morvin, and he likes them, and they're just good, good people, aliens. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so he's he's very touched by their their death. I think. Yeah, it, it was good, and um, like. My my favorite scene of the episode actually would, would be um you know where it was it's quite near the beginning when all all the ship is going and everyone crashes everyone gets hurt and mm -hmm. then it's a scene where the, the the doctor does that long speech about how old he is and um and saying he's in charge all that yeah. I think that that is one of the best speeches from the episode and probably the whole series probably I agree. I agree, and he delivers it very, very well. Yeah, he does wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. I remember that yeah. line from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very. Um, yeah, I, 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 it, it just gives you really good vibes when you hear that. Oh, good! I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that it's a popular episode. Yeah. It was certainly an honour to be in it and to be remembered for it. Uh, I'm sure your maths is better than mine. Because mine's dreadful. So, how well, how long ago was this? It's on fifteen years. Yeah, like if you wait, I think it was series, it was series two or three. I think it, I think it was series yeah. three. I think yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, and they were 
the great years of Doctor Who, like um, yeah, the golden years, I think. Yeah, 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 and like with 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 Russell as well. Um, yeah. Um, Course, and how are you back. feeling about the return to for Russell and the new Shooty Gatwa, the new Doctor? How are you feeling about all that? I'm very excited because um, yeah. I am very excited for it because Russell, just Russell's episodes are the best. They were the best. They are the best. They're always going to be the best. Um, yeah. And I just think um, like the difference between Russell and him not being there has been a lost void. So I'm very excited. Good. I'm so pleased to hear that. Sorry, that's my husband in the background. I don't know if that, know if that sound came through. Sorry. No, it's okay. He's, he's on a work call wandering around the flat very noisily. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to the new Shoot Get Warren and Russell? Definitely. I'm a big fan of his and I absolutely adore Russell as a, a writer and a friend. So I'm, I'm very delighted that he's coming back. And I think Shoot is going to be absolutely brilliant and exactly what is needed to shake up the series again, a bit more regeneration. We've had Jodie, who was brilliant. We've had Peter Capaldi, uh, Matt Smith, obviously. Have I missed anyone out since David? I think it's... it's well, that's it. That is it, isn't it? So it's time, isn't it? It's time for some new, yeah. fresh blood. Yeah. Two more new hearts. I'm so... Yeah, it, 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 it's going to be really cool. Um, and I think you've got Murray Gold as well. Um, he's yeah. returning. Um, Great. Did the music? I think he did. He did, right. he did the music for um, Russell back back yes. in the day. Yes, uh, absolutely, he did. Um, I know it's going to be. It's it's really something worth looking forward to, isn't it? It's going to change, change back again. I mean, it's been brilliant ever since with um, uh, Stephen Moffat and Chris Chibnall, hmm. uh, and but Russell, I think, is universally uh, agreed that he is he is. Par excellence, the best, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people love him um, mm. in Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Um, not not that the others aren't as good, but they are all good in their no, own no. way. They they all do their different bit. Um, Absolutely. Um, like, in fact, one of my favourite episodes is the Weeping Angels. Uh, Don't look back. Oh yeah. Which was Stephen Moffat. Yeah. Was that the one with Matt Smith? Yeah, uh, no, that was David Tennant and Carrie Mulligan. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. With the scary statues that come to life. That was scary. <sighs> yeah, I've never been able to look at a statue the same since. No, <laughs> me, me either. Um, it's, it's, it's it's petrifying. Let's wait for the angel. Um, who's, who's your favourite villain in a Doctor Who? My favourite villain? Um, I like... I like the Weeping Angels, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, um, actually, today I had a, I had a dream about the Weeping Angels. Uh, I had a dream that I woke up as older because you can, don't they? Like, they they put you forward in time. And I had a dream. I was, yeah. Oh, um, oh, how scary! Yeah. And I woke up and I wasn't. <laughs> I was thankful <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the good thing about dreams. They're only dreams. Yeah, they're only dreams. Um, yeah. Do you have a favourite um, monster in Doctor Who? You know? uh, I think they are all actually my favourite, the, the Weeping Angels and the host, because they were in my episodes. I think anything that has that doesn't move, uh, you think they're not going to move. So statues or those kind of golden 
um, statuettes that the host are. Um, and that's terrifying because you don't expect them to move. If they're a monster, you expect it to be scary, but something that's kind of quite sweet looking or, you know, something that surrounds us every day. You know, you pass statues pretty much, I do anyway in London town, uh, you pass statues every day. So they're the most terrifying things, things that you find everywhere and you don't expect to be bad, but they are. Yeah, yeah. It, they are, like, one I was actually very petrified at, uh, when watching Doctor Who when I was younger was, was actually... What's the Weeping Angels? But another one was The Silence with um, Matt Smith. Uh, even though they were doing it, I think, for about a series, but I was just scared of them. Like, they mm. were scary. And you, if you look away, that you don't remember them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awful, isn't it? That thought of, oh, suddenly, suddenly losing memory. Who was the one that was like a, a devil creature and he had writing all over his body? Who was oh, yeah, the, the devil. Yeah. I, I, I know who you mean. I think it was called The Devil, actually. I think so. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Ooh, again, quite terrifying. Yeah. Um, I think... I heard Shooty Gatwell would actually like to face the devil, um, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, That'd be fun. Yeah. I would like some new monsters um, that we haven't seen before. Um, I'm sure we will get some. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some old ones that haven't appeared for a while. Yeah. Yes, a return of old favourites. Yeah. I mean, I like the ones, um, oh, what they call the potato head ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the Sontarans. <laughs> the Sontarans. They're so cute. They're meant to be evil, but they just look like giant potatoes. Yeah. I do like <laughs> them. I, I do yeah. like them. I like, I would like to see the Slovene. Um, yes, back. Slovene. Oh, yes. I did an audio book about the Slovene. Did you? Um, what was it called? I can't remember now, but it had Slithine in the title. <laughs> Good story. Yeah. And I like the ones um, that go, 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 fo, mo, sho, no, fo, no. But you do. And rhinoceroses. Yeah. Like, when David Tennant, he came against the Jatoon, Jatoon, and it was speaking in that voice. He must have to, I always wonder, he must have to rehearse that so well to do that, like he done that. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> he's a yeah. very talented man. He's, he started yeah. out as an actor, so he, he's he can do it all. He can do it all. Yeah, he can. Have you ever um, met him? Um, who? Russell. No, no, no. I haven't. Um, I've never met Russell. Um, I'd like to talk to him one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you shall at some point. He's a very busy man. Yeah, he is. He's very. He's 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 very busy with all the stuff that he, he does with Doctor Who, with with all all the things that he writes. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, must be up at, like till really late doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's very exciting. Um, like, are you looking forward to watching the 60th anniversary? Yes, I am. I can't wait. Um. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I'm trying not to, to expect too much or too anything because I want to be surprised by it. And I think it will be lots of good surprises in store. Yeah, it, it will be. And I like, there's so much like with like Catherine Taylor back as well. Like, yeah. Exciting. Who was your favourite um, companion? My favourite companion. Um, out of 
David Tennant's uh, companions. Um, anyone? Oh, oh, anyone. Um, I like. I I, I love Donna, um, mm -hmm. but I I'm very upset by her ending. I think um, between let's say Amy and Rory, Amy and Rory was very sad, um, but mm -hmm. I it's between probably Rose, Billy yeah. Piper's Rose. And, yeah. and and Catherine Tate's Donna because I I I I really liked those companions. Yeah, yeah, they were good fun, weren't they? What about you? Um, I think probably Billy Piper, but I also I think Freema Argument was quite um, it was brilliant. It was quite overlooked, um, but she was great. Yeah, yeah, I think she was very. This room, if she probably. Out of David Tennant's companions, I think she could have a role back in the Doctor Who universe. Mm -hmm. Even so, now not not that the others haven't, because we know Donna's back anyway. But yeah, um, Martha was quite un. Like, you could you wasn't her. She had lots of character mm. in there, but you could easily have her back on it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's the great thing about Doctor Who is that it's um, time travel. So, you know, I I keep hinting to the universe and to Russell by osmosis that my character Foon could come back, even though she's dead in one <laughs> time frame. <laughs> you know, there's nothing to stop her from coming back in another time frame. <laughs> yeah, you could have your own little series for Foon. Please, Doctor Foon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have... Um... You could have uh, your own little series about how the scenes before the Titanic, or indeed, or maybe it's like Morvin and Foon offer marriage counselling or something. Yeah. They're <laughs> such a good couple, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know the other aliens from various planets, not just the planet Stone, which is where they were from. They can they can ring in on their space phones and say. I'm having some trouble with my Jadu wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, speak about a Christmas special because your episode is a Christmas special. Like, um, mm. good, I think Russell is bringing the Christmas specials back as well. So um, good, which I'm very excited about because I have missed them. It's it was the highlight of the Christmas, wasn't it? Was to have your nice meal, get very nice and full maybe a bit tipsy on some Christmas port and then settle down to watch Doctor Who. Yeah. That that, that was the highlight of Christmas. Um, yeah. And then ever since they stopped, it, it hasn't been the same. Like, I know we had them on New Year's a couple of times, but um, yeah. in, in my personal opinion, like, when it comes to New Year, we, we, we always think, oh, it's another year. We're not as excited about New Year, I guess, as we are as Christmas. Yes, I, I think so. I think New Year, something, yeah, Christmas is a very special day, isn't it? And families get together and friends get together. But New Year seems to be like the end of something. And you're just waiting for the next year. And and all those hopes and dreams of um, New Year's resolutions and wanting things to change and to be better. But you know full well that actually it's just another day and nothing's really going to change. Um, so I think the no. New Year is quite a sort of melancholy festival in a way, isn't it? Christmas yeah. is much more upbeat. Yeah, Christmases and um, 
I'm I'm always very interested in watching Doctor Who with Christmas Day because, like you say, with your family and you're watching it, um, yeah. and and everything like that. Um, Are all your family Doctor Who fans? Yeah, yeah, they are now. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I started watching it with like when it was revived with Russell, um, and. Mm-hmm. My brother actually got me into it, and I thought, "Am I going to like it?" And uh, <laughs> I, I have, and and then it, it just become a family thing. Um, so, so if a series is on, sometimes I won't watch it with family um, because I, they might not be able to watch it at the same time. But when it's Christmas, you always watch it together. Good. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Very nice. What, what about you? Does your all your does your family like Doctor Who? Yeah, um, sort of. We're quite a spread out family. My husband is a big Doctor Who fan. Um, other members of my family, not so much. Not because they hate it. They're just they're you know they're interested in other things. But when I was in that episode, yes, we all did get together on Christmas Day and watched it all together, and that was quite thrilling. Um, but definitely, my husband's a big fan. He even has a TARDIS mobile phone case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, on my phone case, I have David Tennant. Oh, hello, um, David. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did actually show him that. I didn't have enough time to to show him my phone case to him. But, um, but yeah, I, I love... Um, it's just... It's a family kind of thing, like Doctor Who. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I was going to ask you something. What was it? Um, oh, sorry, I've gone blank. Uh, we were talking about something else, and I thought I must ask you this. And I forgot. Yeah. Never mind. It'll come back to me. Yeah, it will come back. It will come back. <laughs> it, will um, come back. It, it definitely will. Oh no, I was going to say about families. So my late father was actually in an episode of Doctor Who as well. I don't know if you've ever read this story. I've said it before um, in various interviews, but I'm going to tell you as well. So my late father was in uh do you know what i forget it every time i don't know why it was way back with patrick Troughton, i believe and he was a supporting artist in it but he had a featured role and he was poisoned by some poisonous milk uh, and that was his his little part in in that episode (laughs) or the moon base that's what it was or the moon base do you have you watched all the episodes? Mm. Are you that big a fan? I haven't, but I have watched the odd few. Like I've I I watched the first one, um, um, with um William Hartnell, um, mm-hmm. and but I need to go watch. But I will I will find that one that you're talking about, and I'll. Oh, it's a it's a very I think there's a lot of missing episodes. It might even there be is. Like... Yeah. 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 Someone somewhere knows where they all are or has them in the in the loft. Yeah. Can you imagine when they all come out. Maybe they should make them all the black and white ones into colour mm. and make- miss the the missing ones put them somewhere. Yeah. Um find the scripts. Maybe the scripts exist and they can re film them or something. Yeah, because I I know they're releasing, I think for the six if they're they're they're, they're releasing like the new like from like 2005 they're that they're, they're releasing that all in hd i oh, think great. um and in, in better 
because now that the, like the, the picture is much better than years ago. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. So I think that maybe they should do that for the whole lot. <laughs> yeah. At some point. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, but with, um, with, with, with your character and coming on Doctor Who, what was that like, like with getting cast? Was that a kind of a surprise to you when you, when you got the role? Well, so what happened was, remember the Sarah Jane mysteries? Yeah. Remember seeing those? So I was offered um, an audition for the Sarah Jane mysteries. And I said, lovely, but can I just check? If I do the Sarah Jane mysteries, does that mean I can never do Doctor Who? Because I'd love to do Doctor Who one day. And word got back to Russell that I'd said this. And we'd worked together on something called Mine All Mine um, before then. Uh, sadly, the only unsuccessful thing that Russell's ever done, and I don't know why it, it wasn't a big hit. It had Griff Reese Jones in, it was set in, it was a brilliant. Do you know what? Anyone who's listening to this, go and find Mine All Mine because it really was very, very good. And I don't know why it didn't get the success it deserved, but never mind. So we'd already done that. And Russell heard that I said I wanted to be in Doctor Who. So then he contacted me and said, Oh, I'm going to write you a part in Doctor Who. I went, Oh, how lovely. That's so sweet of you. And then I hear it's the Christmas special, and then I hear Kylie Minogue's in it. So not only was it a surprise, it was an extraordinarily lovely one and uh, far beyond anything I ever dreamed could ever happen. So, yes, very, very lovely things to have happened. Yeah, it must have been good as well to have, like, Kylie Minogue in it as well, yeah. as well as David Tennant. Absolutely. Um, I mean, she's a, a mega star, really, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. And uh, absolutely lovely. Yeah, because back then I don't think that David Tennant was just getting, I guess, started off. You know, like as as mm. like he's not, he wouldn't have been as popular as he is now. Like, like because I, I would have thought because back back then he just got, I guess, with getting the star of the Doctor, he got yeah, like his first big role, I guess, and then yeah, got better. I mean, he was he was pretty well known, and I think he'd done a whole series by then, so he was. Hmm. You know, he's so good that his fame and his talent had meant, meant that he was a sort of star overnight, you know, became a household name overnight. But he's, he's certainly gone on to even bigger and better things since then. So you're right. I mean, he wasn't the huge superstar he is today, but he was pretty well known. So it was, yeah. but, you know, nothing like Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue's known everywhere, all over, all over the world, you know, yeah, and has been for years and years. Um, so yeah, it was an absolute thrill to work with both of them. It was, I couldn't believe it. it was like a kid in a candy shop. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I remember there was a scene that, like, I think when you're you're in the episode, your 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 partner in the episode who who died, um, like yeah. you, when you was Morgan. crying. Yeah, yeah. When 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 he died, um, Astrid, who's Carly Carly's character, comes over to comfort you, and then yeah, and then I think you split out. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was it was a lovely scene. I got to hug them both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, but do you remember when, like, I think uh, the doctor left you on the other side when the hosts were all coming down? You have to you have to cross the uh, the bridge. Um yes. and he said, "I'll be right back." He never come back, did he? <laughs> Shh, I don't mind. I forgive him <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was thinking that because like he, he didn't come back and then and then of course you you sacrifice yourself 
Um, I know. That's men for you, I'm afraid, Mason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They promise you, they promise you survival and then you don't. <laughs> no. No. Um, but David Taylor's doctor did lose a lot of people. Um, I think he did. He, he lost a lot of people. What, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, in his time as a doctor, he, he lost mm. a lot of, I guess, friends and companions. Poor Doctor Who. Poor David Tennant. Yeah. It's very careless of him. No. no. <laughs> um, but it is it is a good episode. Um, Thank you. The Voyage of the Damned. <laughs> Indeed. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked being in it. <laughs> I did, I loved it. Especially if I get to talk about it 15 years on with such a lovely people as yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is good to, I guess, to speak to people who have been in Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Yeah, so do you get to speak to many of your the people that you've seen on the telly? I've been to a few. Um, I spoke to Paul McGann. Oh, lovely. Um, Paul McGann, he was lovely. Um, he, he, he was, um, I, I met him at a convention and, um, I said, I've never had a doctor on my podcast before. I'd love to have you on it. Um, and then about half an hour later, he, he sends me a message saying, let's have you on. Um, oh. so I had him on, um, in the past I've had, um, Dorian, um, um, I've had him on. He's yeah. very, he's very nice. Yeah. Um, um, in David Tennant's first Cyberman episode, there's a character called Mr. Crane who danced to the, the Lion Sleeps Tonight. Um, oh. I, I had him on. He, he was very nice. Um, and another recent one, I was thinking about how much we like the Weeping Angels. Um, I had um, a, um, a character who was in the shop um, in the, the Blink episode. Um, um, Larry Nightingale, his name was it in, in Doctor Who. So right. I've had Good him. Um, and Great. I've had I've had a few couple. Um, I and I, I I hope to maybe get have some, some more. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure you will. yeah. It's, it's it's nice though for people to take their time to to speak about it. Not at all. If I've got time, I can give you my time. It's all I can give. Can't give money. Can't give you know presents, but I can give time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, like just speaking about something that you're passionate about is, is yeah, it's the best thing. Um, yeah. because the series, this current series, is about Doctor Who and like raising awareness for for different things because Doctor Who impacts loads of different communities. Um, yeah. so some that I'm part of, like maybe for autism, uh, Crohn's, I've mm-hmm. Crohn's disease as well. So as well as loving Doctor Who. I just like to raise awareness, you know, of yeah. other things that impact it. Yeah, there's a great way to do it is to to share your passion, and and people will uh, respond to you and relate to you by by doing that. So well done. Yeah, yeah, because when when whenever I go to conventions, I always ask if I can because of my Crohn's means I'm in no compromise, so I have to be mm-hmm. careful. Um, and I say like, can I um just maybe not so skip the line just uh, just so I can not be in the queue and around people yeah um, and when I met David Tennant they were very nice about that because they, they did that straight away um Good. and it was funny because David Tennant 
recognise me because I was wearing all my Doctor Who suit um, and, and everything and um, would have liked to talk to him for longer but he's a busy man so uh, I, 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 it was nice enough um, to to because uh, I asked him what's your favourite Doctor Who location because I like going to different Doctor Who locations as well oh, yeah. um, ones that you can visit um, so once a year I try to go to Wales and go to a location um, and mm-hmm. I, I got him to hold the girl in the fireplace the episode was called um, oh, yeah. where he's out on the outside and I did the same pose as he did. And I said, look, that's you like 15 years ago. And that's me now. <laughs> uh, um, he laughed at that, but yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we've never met, have we, as a conference? No. Not yet, anyway. No, I hope, I hope we do one day. Now. I'm sure we will one day. Yeah. I do quite a few of them. So yeah. if, I, if I'm ever at one, come and say hello. Yeah. I, I will, for sure. Like, I saw you went to the Who shop. Recently. Yeah, love it there. Have you been? Yeah. I've never been. I, I, I do need. Oh, you love it. Show. You must go. Yeah. If anyone hasn't been, if you're listening to this, go to the Who Shop. It's great. Yeah. I, there's a little museum behind as well, which is fabulous. Yeah, I I, I heard about that. Mm. Um, because with Doctor merchandise, the last years that it hasn't been good, has it? Like that, not that yeah. great with it. Yeah, but um, this is uh, it's really a great place to go visit. Yeah. Um, so th- did you just go there to sign autographs? I did, yeah. I went to sign some autographs, met some people. It was great fun. And I had a little private tour of the museum. Yeah. <laughs> was that your yeah. first time going there, was it? Yeah, it was. It was. It's not very near to where I live, so it's not somewhere I'd, I'd go unless I was sort of in the area. But, and I didn't even know it existed, to be honest. But now I do. And um, I'm going to take my husband because, as I say, he's a big fan. So the next time we're in the area, I'm going to take him for sure. Yeah, you have to. Like, I mm. I, 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 don't live close to it, but um, if I go to London, um, mm-hmm. I do definitely want to go because I've been wanting to do it for years. But because of, like, COVID and everything, haven't had the chance to get down there. Um, yeah. But I will now. I will. Um, you must. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely come to a convention if you like. You you share where you're gonna be at ones and have a look. I will, yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Have um, you got some conventions lined up that you're going to already? I've been to a lot this year actually. Um, so I, I haven't. I might go try and go to one, maybe one more this year. But if not, um, I'll go to some next year. Right. Um, because it's. They are they're expensive, aren't they? Like for fans, they can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what everyone says. Yeah. It is, but there there are worse vices, aren't there? You know, you could be a a heavy smoker or drinker or a gambler, but you just right. invest your money in Doctor Who, so they can't can't be so such a bad thing, can it? Yeah. Because I, 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 my first one was actually convention was David Tennant, the one I met David Tennant at. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my first one, and then I, I did one where I met the five doctors. Oh yeah. Um, so like it was Paul McGann, Paul McGann, Sylvester McCoy, um, Peter Davison, David Bradley, and Colin Baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, all them, and I, they were lovely. Um, and then I did one. I did one after that, and and I and I met um, the voice of K nine, Casey Manning, um, oh, wow. and um, Finley 
who played a L- L- Larry in Doctor Who. So mm-hmm. I went to that one. So I've been to about three. So I've I've done well this year. <laughs> you have, you have absolutely. Do you plan to go to any more this year? Um, I haven't. I've been invited to one in November, I think. I haven't, I haven't actually replied yet. You've reminded me. I must reply and say, yes, I can come. But, yeah, I'm thinking it's a Phantom Films one. Oh, um, yeah. I did one, well, I was at the Who Shop, as you say, and I did, what did I do? Derby, I think, was my most recent one. But, yeah, whenever anyone asks me if I'm free, I'll always make sure I can go. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it's good that you take your time to go to them. Um well, it's it's such an honour to be part of this amazing global phenomenon that um, you know nothing I've ever done has had such uh, a strong fan base and such lovely fans as well. You know, it's always such a pleasure meeting you all. Why wouldn't I go? It's great yeah. fun. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, hopefully we can meet one day in in person, and we'll. we'll I do we'll, hope so. We'll, uh, we'll have a photo, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but only if your mobile phone case is a picture of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I have to find one, won't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, phone. Uh, yeah. Um, from the planet, is it clock? It, it'll be called the phone phone. Phone phone, yeah. <laughs> they, the, they should make one of them, you know. They should, but uh, I, they haven't. <laughs> yeah, you have to, um, have, to, have to talk to Russell. Tell him. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll tell him. Yeah, well, he won't listen to me. But... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but l- l- last few things, um, Debbie. Um, <laughs> with um, like it, with Doctor Who, because you said it's unlike anything else that you've been on. What, what, why do you think that is? Like, what, why is it a lot different to maybe other series that you've appeared on? It's just um, it's so long running, you know. It's been running since before I was born, and I'm very old. Um, and it's it's so clever because it does, you know. There's things like the James Bond franchise, which it goes on and on and on. But it's just you just buy into the fact that it's a new actor. You know, it's just okay. That old one, Daniel Craig, doesn't want to do it anymore, but for whatever reason, so we're going to bring someone else in. But with Doctor Who, it's so clever that. He regenerates that it's timeless and endless and you know will be with us forever and ever there's why not he's going to regenerate into someone else in a minute um and you know the fantasy um genre is so um the scope of it is so epic because it's fantasy so literally anything can and normally does happen so the imagination is is immense and Anyone can imagine the stories for, for Doctor Who. Everyone's got some idea of who Doctor Who is, what he means to you and all the rest of it. So I just think it's unique like that. And it's so quintessentially British as well. I'm so proud of it being a British thing rather than an American thing, yeah. you know. Um, and it's very rare that we've got something that we started and that we've continued with and, and that hasn't gone over to America and suddenly been taken over by, by the US. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's nice yeah. that we've got our own Doctor Who thing that is all us, you know, and, and James Bond, although it's gone Hollywood, you know, it's still a British thing. They haven't tried to make him a, a, a Texan all of a sudden. 
you know, so I'm very proud of shows like Doctor Who and James Bond and anything like that that's stayed true to its roots. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I actually talked about that with Paul McGann because, um, of course, when he was in Doctor Who, it was in America. But for that, mm-hmm. uh, the, the TV movie, and I said, yeah. I said, I said to him, it's it's a shame that you didn't um, do your own series. And I said, he said, he says to me, what well, Mason? Well, everything happens for a reason. Let's say I I did do that series. Doctor Who will probably be based in America now, um, yeah. and you wouldn't be going to locations in Wales. You would have to go mm-hmm. to America to find them. Um, so that there is that to to it, and yeah, um, and I said. I'd love, it'd be nice for there is every chance for now because R- Russell has returned and um, sp- spin-offs might be a, a thing to think about um, for yeah. Russell perhaps um, where yeah. maybe Paul McGann does his own Doctor Who series now um, it's possible it's very possible um, yeah. but yeah I, I agree I, I might I know we have these odd episodes over the years in America. Like I think you had a Peter Capaldi mm. one, a Christmas special one, mm. in a yeah, in a Doctor Doctor Mysterio, I think it was. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it, it's good. It's it's good though. But I agree. I like it that it's set in UK. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, because we are a very small nation, really. You know, with if you look on the map, we're absolutely teeny tiny, and yet we have this far-reaching series uh, that's not even one series how many series have we on now you'll you'll know the answer to that one well if you include all of them we probably have loads but if you just include mm. sense of revival we've got to be going on the 14th one but um 14 yeah but from, from the beginning of from Doctor the beginning, Who must be loads loads um, and loads yeah loads. probably by but probably about 60 i reckon you know yeah um, right um because i think you had mm-hmm. like a series 30 or something back in the day um yeah and, and stuff like that and then right. and then they stopped and then they but they revived it to start it again um yeah 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 but yeah. it's it's very interesting very cool um but with um with working with russell t davis how would you say like how how that whole experience is with his writing and working under him well he's fantastic i mean he's such a good writer that you know immediately who your character is and how you want to play them. You know, um, he makes it very easy. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you, you when I read a script, you know immediately if the script is good or not. And and it's because of the way people talk. You know, if the, if the language doesn't quite fit in your mouth, it means that it's not really what anyone would say or certainly not what I think the character that I'm supposed to be playing could say. And so you have a little bit of a tussle to sort of say, oh, can I say this instead? Which the writer will always agree to, but with Russell, there's, you never need any of that. You know, it's just completely perfect, perfect words, succinctly put. You just say them and your job is done, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's great. I think it's great that um, that you, you, you loved it and you, you just, like... Like with, with with acting, is it hard? Like because the amount of lines that you have um, at the start, I guess it can be hard to like 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 to to read them and to remember them. Like, well, it... with um, TV, you only do a scene at a time, so um, it depends how you do it, how you like to learn your lines. But I personally 
I've got a very good short-term memory. So I'll read the scene and learn one scene. And then, you know, even if you don't know them very well, by the time you've, uh, um, I don't know if you've seen anything being filmed, but, you know, one scene can take a day, maybe longer, uh, maybe a, a few hours, but certainly not 10 minutes. So by the time you've said it over and over and over again, it's in your head anyway. So it, it sort of goes in uh, by osmosis, even without thinking about it, really. And then that scene's done. And then I'll quickly learn the next scene and then the, the process repeats. Um, so actually, it's not doing TV. It's quite easy to, to learn your lines. Doing theatre, which I do a lot of, um, it, it is much harder. Oh, hello. You're there. It's much, doing TV uh, theatre, which I do a lot of, is much harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is, it, I, 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 I think it's easier that way, isn't it? Just to learn them what a step at a time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's not such a mountain. It's just a little, a small hill each time. Yeah, just you're climbing the hill every time you do a little thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, 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 I love drama. I'm always doing it. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Like I, 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 I did drama. I, I played a mic role character a few years ago, um, having to change character very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's very nice. It, it, it's very nice because with drama and acting, you can be someone that you're not. Like you can yeah. be. Be an angry person. Be really. Uh, there's no judgment to it. Yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? It's just like playing, isn't it? Yeah, just like a play. Just pretending. That's all it is. Yeah, pretending. Like when you were when we were kids, we all did that, didn't we? Every every child grows up pretending and playing and acting, doing pretend games. When you were a cowboy or a shopkeeper or a policeman or whatever you want to be. That's what children do, and I think as actors are just children who didn't learn to grow up. <laughs> that's right. But that that that's right, and I'm glad that you you like, that you chose to do it, and then now you're on Doctor Who and and doing other really good stuff as well. Thank you, thank you. I'm very very lucky. Thank you. Yeah, you are very lucky, and yeah. Well, I think I had to have a word with Russell to tell him uh, um, uh, get you on Doctor Who again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know yeah. if he's listening, but Russell, yeah. come on, the time has come. Get yeah. me back in. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got Catherine Tate back. Um, exactly. not, it's not impossible. <laughs> it certainly isn't. Get me out of that fiery pit. Yeah. Go on, turn the time clock back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wibbly, wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Definitely. Um, <laughs> but like you said to your husband in The Voyage of the Damned, you could be ha- still ha- holding on. Um Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Definitely. Yeah. I'm liking my um couples counselling, marriage marriage guidance yeah. idea. I think that's that could be a goer. Yeah, that <laughs> is. But is you who knows, you might have like a teleport that you could yeah. te- te- teleport you back home. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but lo- last thing because it's been re- re- really nice speaking to you, Debbie. Uh about Thank like you. about Doctor Who, about um Voyage of the Damned um, and everything like that. But do you have any advice to anyone who maybe want to get start get started off with acting um, or, or anything like that in your personal experience? I think you have to, the main thing you have to do is be determined because, you know, everyone wants to be an actor or wants to be a performer of some sort. Deep down, you know, so many actors in the world and only so many parts. And 
So unless you really, really are determined to really go for it and never mind all the auditions you don't get, you just embrace the auditions you do get and know that that's what you want to do and that's what you were born to do. Just have courage and stick with it. Yeah, I think I think that's really good advice. Um, just 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 go for it and and see what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't make you happy, if you're, you know, the 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 reverse of the coin is if it's not making you happy and and every day you wake up miserable because you haven't got the job, then maybe it's not for you, and maybe you you think you'll be happy being an actor, but it's not making you happy. So do something else. Go and be an am, a, an amateur actor because they're brilliant and you you go and have fun and you take all that stress out of it, all the stress and anxiety. Nobody needs that in their life. So if you're not if you're not loving it, don't do it. Yeah. Just do what makes you happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good place to end, I think. Do what yeah. makes you happy. Yeah, a very good place to end. But um thank you. Um Debbie, to anyone seeing us today, uh, we hope you enjoy it as, as much as we have. Um, and hopefully Debbie will we'll meet you in person one day. <laughs> Thank you. I do hope so. I hope so too. Really lovely talking yeah. to you. Thanks, Debbie. <laughs> Bye, Mason. Take care now. Bye. 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 Bye.